Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Alright mi gente, so we are here with... A gentleman who I think probably, I never thought I would say this, feels like an oxymoron. He is a Cuban-American country artist. He's <laughs> a local Miami boy. Um, you know, you, you if you haven't heard his album, Boots and Beats, like, get V to Spotify and listen to it. It is really, really good. And I'm not a huge country fan, so that says a lot. Um, we're here with Miami's own Sammy Arriaga. Hey, thank you for joining us, man. Un placer, un placer. Gracias por, por invitarme. I'm really happy to be here. And uh, yeah, it's cool, to, it's cool to be able to talk to somebody from, from my part of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're in Nashville right now, right? I am. Yeah, man. It's a little different around these, these neck of the woods. So. Just just a smidge. The fact that you said neck of the woods, I think that's uh, <laughs> that's indicative. That's a, that's a Nashville saying in its own. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how did, how did this come about? Because, I mean, like I said earlier, you know, it's not the most obvious thought. It's like, you know, grow up, so, grows up in Miami, Cuban American country artist, you know, how did this even pop into your head? Well, funny enough, um, growing up, my dad used to play the guitar. He used to, uh, he used to play boleros on his, uh, gut string guitar that he got from his dad. And, um, I always loved when he did that. I always was inspired to, you know, I was, I was like, I wish I could do that. Like, I want to, I want to be able to serenade my family and my friends and, maybe write some songs and one day my dad was at work and I grabbed the, the guitar that I was just sitting in the corner like catching dust and <laughs> I went on the good old YouTube university and uh, so many graduates yep exactly even to this day um, but um, I went on YouTube and put how to play this dang thing and figured it out yeah man and then uh, uh, I'm sure you know in Miami country music is not very present nope. Um it's mostly like Spanish music, hip hop, 
EDM, you know, very top 40. Um, but growing up, I, I always knew that country music was the best genre to showcase lyrics and storytelling. That is true. Um, with just you and a guitar, you know? Um, and even my dad made me aware of that too early on. He's like, I don't listen to much country, but you should maybe check it out. You might like it. And so um, as I started learning the genre and, 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 and noticing that there was a huge gap in the market and a, and a, and a lack of representation of the Hispanic culture, mm -hmm. um, my dad made me aware of that. And he's like, why don't you just move to Nashville and, you know, represent all the Latinos, you know? Oh, yeah. And you meet. Yeah, and he's like, you immediately stand out, you know, from a business point of view, you know, there's not a lot of competition, there's not a lot of people like you right. doing, doing that, you know, chasing that, that you know, filling that void. Um, and so I moved to Nashville with that sole purpose of wanting to represent my, my cultura, you know, mi raíces, um, my culture. So moved to Nashville in 2011, didn't know a lot of people. Um, I kind of based my relationships off of who I knew on Facebook. <laughs> believe, it, be, be, believe it or not, at the time when Facebook was hot. Listen, there were ways uh, to do it. It could have been Craigslist, okay? That's <laughs> very true. Very, very true. Or Omega. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, moved to Nashville in 2011 and, you know, networked my butt off. And for the past 11 years, I've just been doing the thing and playing shows, touring, releasing music. And, you know, here we are today with, with an album. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, a couple couple seasons ago we actually um interviewed uh, jackie velasquez who I, I, you might be aware of and she's also in nashville she records in nashville and you know one of the questions we had for her and i will pose it to you as well is you know you keep hearing that nashville is very insular right like it's one of those towns where i mean you've been there 11 years so it's different now but they, they they're very close-knit they're very they need and they know who they know and that's about it and you know how did that how did that feel when you first got there? And then I guess, you know, adding the additional layer of, I mean, I don't want to get, I don't want to go down this route too much, but just historically, you know, country music hasn't exactly been embracing of minorities. You know, it's, it's yeah. counted on one hand, you know, I mean, yeah, for every, even, even the terminology minorities is just such an ugly word. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that that's even in, in the vocabulary of like what this town is, you know, it's it's uh, it blows my mind. I mean, it's just it's a never ending fight of equality. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but I guess you know, did you find that to be the case? And and you know, obviously you're making inroads, but again, I would tell you, like the last country quote unquote artist Latino that I would think of was Linda Ronstadt, and she, you know, she was Linda wow. Ronstadt. I mean, but that's my ignorance. I'm not too familiar yeah. with country music, so maybe you know different. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up because, um, you know, every time I have interviews like this one and they mention about Latin country artists, everybody's got a different artist. Every, you know, some people say Raul Malo from the Mavericks. Some people say Freddie Fender from the Texas Tornadoes in Texas, which was more Tex-Mex. Um, and then every once in a while, I'll get, uh, what's this guy, uh, Emilio. Emilio's another one. Not Emilio Estefan. But there, there, there was a, We're in Miami. Another, you know there's only one Emilio in Miami. You got to... Exactly. Exactly. That's why I had to bring it up. You know, you say Emilio in Miami, and you know exactly what we're talking about. But in Texas, there was an Emilio, and he was very, very famous in the country world as well. Um, Rick Trevino. I don't know if you ever heard of Rick I Trevino, have, but he was a very famous uh, Latin country artist as well. Uh, Johnny Rodriguez, another Texas country artist. Um... So, I mean, there's been a bunch, but 
none of them have really broken that barrier of like right air, air this is airplay and household names mm-hmm. if that makes any sense like whenever you think of country music you think of jason Aldean, you think of brad paisley you think of you know Amer- very heavy american personalities um but most people don't think an african-american they don't think a latino they don't think an alternate culture um, and so that was my goal. My goal was to be the black sheep or the black bean in a bowl of white rice. Okay, that needs I to wanted... be your next album cover, by the way. Just, that's it. That's, just, it. that's, right. that's me. Yeah. No, I'm, actually, I might, I might just do it. I'll get Bawela to make me a, a dish and, and, and take a high-res de- high picture of it, you know? Love so, um, but yeah, man, um, there's, there's, there's been a bunch of representation in the past. They're, they just haven't had their time to shine. Um, and some have broken past others more than others, you know. Um, but still, there hasn't really been one that just takes over, or like really makes them, you know, a big boom in the industry. Um, and currently, we do have a few people that are doing it. Um, there's a duo called Cat and Alex. They're very close friends of mine. Um, they're signed to Sony Music, and they're crushing it. They're also doing really well on TikTok. Um, and they're Cuban from Miami. And yeah, one of them's Puerto Rican and one of them's Cuban. So a little bit of both. They're, they're fighting for the flag all the time. <laughs> at least it's the same color pattern. Exactly, least, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, they got lazy. They just hit invert and they, you know. <laughs> but uh, that's the ongoing joke, right? But, um, but yeah, man, I mean, it, it's happening. It's, yeah. just not, it's just not in the... In the in the in the front, you know so what I'm saying? It's probably not, just not as proportionate as the population would yes. would 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 suggest, right? Just exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, you brought up TikTok, and and I do want to mention that because I know you were, I believe, on the 11th season of American Idol. Um, yeah, long long time ago. <laughs> I was gonna say I've forgotten. Was that back when it was still on Fox? Right? That was or, yeah, okay. still on Fox. And it was the season of uh, Lauren Elena and Scotty McCurry. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. That was a yeah, big season. But you mentioned TikTok. And I feel like more and more, you know, artists nowadays, they'll show up on, on Idol, on The Voice, on, you know, all these, all these programs. But they really get a hold on social media. And especially TikTok, I think, of lately has just been insane. I mean, I've, I don't have your numbers, but I know I looked at them and it was like, Wow, I would love like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of your <laughs> of your numbers. But then also, I can't sing or play the guitar, so that might explain why. Um, you know, why do you think that is? Why do you think TikTok has just become this almost haven for for musicians to to you know blow up in a way? Uh, I mean, pr- very simplified. Um, TikTok is just the, the the creator that you're watching. They're giving you the version of themselves before the makeup, before the production, before the money and the marketing, you know, it's literally, you're getting a deep dive into somebody's life, you know, like a daily life. Um, you know, some of these videos of people like putting their phone up on their dash inside their car and filming themselves saying, I wrote this song after my worst breakup, you know, here's, here's what happened. Like some of those stories are true. I mean, a lot of them are, you know, orchestrated still, but, 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 but they're still orchestrated by the creator. So they're still authentic. Right. You know what I'm saying? It comes from them. So it comes from them. And that's, and that's why TikTok is, is really blowing up is because, you know, creators are finally being able to, you know, give the consumer the unpolished material Mm -hmm. 
and it also allows the consumer to feel like they're they're just like them you know right, right. like they'll see like they're wearing like a certain hoodie or they're wearing like nice you know you know there you go <laughs> uh, like wearing a, a, a an ugly ball cap or something but like they, they look like they just left like the laundry the laundromat right. you know but they like they like that they like that rawness that unpolished it's authentic, it's authentic. and so i feel like that's why the, the platform has taken off so much because there's none of that production you know and um and yeah, and it's still happening. It's happening on Reels. It's happening on Pinterest. It's happening on, on Twitter. Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest has their own TikTok now. Yeah. Oh shit. So yeah, and so they also have a, a short and long term video form now. Wow, the, it's called Idea Pins, and and you pretty much just upload your vertical video. It's sixty seconds long, and you same thing as TikTok. You know, yeah. everybody's trying to get into it. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that TikTok started, and then Instagram was like, "Oh, we've got Reels now." And I, but going you know, Pinterest, damn. I just think I got, of, I got honestly, I just think of Pinterest as a place where ladies go to yeah. get ideas for the baby showers. Everybody does. Everybody does. But they gotta break. They gotta break through at some point. You know what I mean? They gotta get so, um, YouTube Shorts as well. YouTube does uh, their short form video as well. Um, but uh, believe it or not, Reels has really been crushing it for me. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you might see like my followers say like 380k on TikTok, mm-hmm. but you know, just the other day I posted about a new song I put out, and it only got about 600 views. You know, in comparison to the amount of followers I have, but but then I have 60k on Instagram, and I'll post a video, and it'll get 20k, a third of my followers, which right. makes way more sense. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, way more. So. Engaged. It's way more engaged and, you know, and Reels is doing a good job of like giving every, every video it's, it's life, like it's opportunity at life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like the algorithm right now on TikTok is kind of tricky. It's not, I mean, every, every once in a while I'll get lucky, but for some reason Reels has been, uh, has been nicing me for sure. <laughs> and on, uh, actually on that note though, when are we going to get some more, uh, you singing on a kayak, sir? Because uh, I, I, I really man. enjoyed those, like, not going to lie. Really? Oh, I'm so happy you did, man. Yeah. I, I, I did that because, like, it just, uh, I wanted to really embrace my, my upbringing, you know, my love for the ocean and uh, just my love for that Caribbean kind of sound. Um, I was in Miami for a, for a long time. When, when I was this past holiday, I was there for three months. Um, so I figured I'd create some sort of little series while I was there. Um, to see if that would help the algorithm. Because, you know, sometimes when you do something repetitively, it helps the algorithm to yep. push your content. Um, so I, it was more of a test. Um, but unfortunately, it didn't latch on to any of the algorithms on any platform. Mm-hmm. So that was just a little thing, you know, a little short-lived project. But, but you never sure, know. I might, listen, I might, we, I'm sure we all enjoyed it, though. Algorithm be damned. You know, we... Yeah, but those who saw it, amazing. I love it. Very Honestly, grateful. I just kept checking because I was like, maybe he'll announce some type of like random secret show while he's here in Miami, and I can go see him live. But, yeah. but you did not, and so I, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I was expecting you to show up at like a Bessaye, you know, some random yeah. day, and just with, like, with you know the guitar. But no, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't because of COVID. Como jode la corona. So, you know, touching on your album. Uh, you know, boots. It's boots and beats, right? Because I know it's boots x beats. If you're looking for yep. it online, guys, it's 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 an album. But I know you have been releasing singles and you know EPs here and there for a while now. And yeah. there are even some singles that I love that apparently did not make the album cut. 
um it's just banjo- banjos and bongos um, yeah that was actually the first song i heard of yours and i oh nice i legit would just put it on repeat when i was at the gym there was just i love that about it and again i'm not a country guy like you know but but then i start listening to more of your music and i realize you know you're a country artist but you're bringing some Miami funk and, and, and I exactly. mean, the reason it's called Boots and Beats, right? Yeah. You know, what was the decision to do that? And how has that been met from a Nashville, you know, audience? Like when you're performing live and you're like, okay, here's, you know, obvious. And then you, you know, yeah. a little backing track or what have you. How's that been re- met with reaction? It's, it's awesome, man. Um, I think, you know, this is almost like whenever whenever anybody goes on vacation, they love that that sudden um, break in culture. They love that, like, you know, where am I? I, I don't know what they're saying, but but I love it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that that was the effect of my music um, from a, from like a, a fan standpoint and just a, a listen a listener standpoint. I always got a great reaction. I mean, I'm very very blessed that the music has been um, uh, very well received. Um, people dancing all the time, smiling, feeling good. Um, but from an industry standpoint, I'm sure you know, this goes back to, you know, the inc- inclusivity of it all. Um, it was a little different because it w- it's never been done before. And so if you if you put it in, in terms of like a product, you know, and, and, and an, an investment situation, you know, it's always going to be safer to invest in a product that's already done well. Yeah. That's why we have, you know, Star Wars Part 73 and things like that. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So with my project, it was more of like, a, let's try to figure this out and meet in the middle. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. So that we're all, we're all happy. Right. And so that's why I called my, my first EP on Sony, Meet in the Middle. Um. And it's, it's all about just like, let's both be happy. Let's both figure this out together rather than like, I'm going to try to break this barrier because that just sounds confrontational, you know? It shouldn't be about confrontation. It should be, everybody should just, you know, at heart want to be as one. Um, and so that's kind of what I was trying to do with this music is write it in from, the, from a perspective of like, hey, I love your genre. I love your roots. I love your lifestyle. I love everything you guys stand for. Now, this is this is my imagination of that with a little spice of where I come from. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and it's been that way for the past eleven years, in but just with different genres and different beats and different vibes, just to kind of keep uh, excitement. You know what I mean? Um, I always try to dip my toes in different genres, 
but still bring it back to Nashville somehow. You know what I'm saying? If it's not with like a banjo or a pedal steel or a drum kit or the lyrics, you know? Um, and even with living in Nashville for such a long time now, um, I've picked up an accent a little bit. I was going to ask um, you, where does a Miami boy like you, okay, because you were born and raised in Miami, but I've listened to some of your songs, bro. You got a twang. Like, uh, yeah. it's not even subtle. Like, it's like, hey, y'all twang. Like, exactly, I'm yeah. like, que parte de was that from? Like, no, come on. It's, that's... it's not. It's not. I'm just going to tell you this. It's not from Hialeah. <laughs> Definitely not from Hialeah. It's like, Hialeah was a chancletazo y sin paso y, 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 y compuétate bien y enséñame los grados. As it like, should be. Yeah, exactly. So, but then when I moved to Nashville, it was a lot of, hey, y'all. Yeah. Uh, how goes it you know like uh, very southern you know a lot of southern sayings and then uh th that goes for any culture that you know when you're immersed you know in circles of people from around the world you just subconsciously start picking up these you know th these ways of talking and you know words and terminologies and stuff so yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's why madonna became british for a couple of years yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and again, listeners, Boots and Beats, if you're looking for a country album that has a little bit of funk to it, a lot of cursing, and and sprinkled with references to marijuana and potentially is a, a breakup album, have I got the album for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you mentioned your culture several times, and, and one of the things that I loved, and I actually, you know, one time we, we DM'd you, actually, when we first discovered that you have a Spanglish version of your song, Hoodie. Yeah. Um, yeah. You also have a Spanish version of, of your song, Obvious, Obvio. Mm -hmm. I just, I love that. You know, it, it speaks to what you were saying earlier, right? Which is, I'm not here to... to break the system per se i'm here to add to it you know i'm here to exactly. show you how okay you guys should listen it's it's been a business for how many years now clearly you know what you're doing but here's yeah. something a little different here's a little spin here's a little something else and you know it, again as a as a proud miami born you know cuban american like when i see <laughs> things like that from people like you it just it makes me smile like genuinely smile and and thank you for that man thank you my pleasure, man. And it's not, I don't do it for myself. I do it for the culture and for, for, for me and you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it, 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 this applies, what I'm doing is it applies to, on, a lot, on a lot of different levels in society. And so um, as a musician, I just feel like it's the least I can do to give back to, uh, to the culture. So Yeah. And you've also started working on some stuff lately, which I will admit on this show, we've made fun of a little bit, you know, things like <laughs> Bitcoin and nfts and the like but yep. i think you just released a single called meta girl is it mm -hmm. right like m-e-t-a like meta the yep. facebook company like the, that's right yeah so you've become pretty involved i see a lot of uh posts about nfts right and yep. and i i'm not gonna lie here's my entire knowledge of what an nft is it's a picture that you have on your phone that you've got to pay with bitcoin is that right wrong i don't know but that's what my understanding of an nft yeah. is you're close. You're okay. very, very close. Um, to kind of like simplify that for you, I mean, the word NFT is already kind of very daunting because the, nobody understands what it means and what it abbreviates to. Um, but pretty much an NFT is, think of it as like a, a trading card, like a baseball trading card. Okay. Um, it's a collectible. Uh, and whenever people buy these collectible trading cards, they're buying it for their scarcity. The okay. fact that there's not a lot of them in the world and they're very rare. And so people are like, wait, 
I understand that on a, from a physical standpoint, right, but from a digital, but a tangible standpoint. But from a digital standpoint, I could just screenshot it. But here's the difference. So whenever you buy anything with uh, uh, a cryptocurrency, okay. it, get, it gets stored on what is called a blockchain. Okay. I'm going to go slowly so you can kind of like... Because <laughs> you, you see my eyes glazing over. That's why. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. AK, the blockchain... I like to tell people that the blockchain is like a glass bank. Okay. So imagine, imagine all your transactions that you do, buying, selling, and trading, are in a glass are going through a glass bank, mm -hmm. and everybody on the blockchain can see all your movements, and you could and vice versa. You can see everybody else's purchases. You can see it's a glass bank. All the transactions are publicly stored on this blockchain okay so so pretend the bank is called blockchain bank okay all right all right we're off to a good start okay <laughs> you see what i'm saying so like imagine blockchain bank being fully transparent so okay. if you're a dia and you're a deal and you're a mana and you're a mano all have activity going through the blockchain you can see exactly when where and what they purchased okay so i can see how many times i went to target and exactly okay. exactly you can see if somebody is buying liquor bottles on a daily like if somebody's an alcoholic like you I was can see say, that sounds like i may have to have an intervention but yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly so in other words going back to the nft that's stored on the blockchain the nft itself what makes it one of one and so scarce is that it's it's almost like a barcode like there's only one serial one serial box with a barcode that you scan it on the machine. Okay. So every NFT has its own barcode. All right. All right. I'm with you so far. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So it's a collection of letters and numbers okay. stored on the blockchain. So you can't screenshot it because that specific image mm -hmm. has its own series of letters and numbers. So how do I, going, going with, with the analogy of it being a trading card, so then how can I display it, right? Because I think that's my biggest, my biggest thing is, you know, on, I guess on some level, I kind of figured it was something like this, even if I didn't know the, the details, right? But then I just think of it, you know, I compare it to like, if I buy a collectible trading card or a collectible piece of art or what have you, you know, I want to put it up in a frame in my house. And, and But I feel like with this, it's stuck on my phone or my laptop. Is, is that correct? Like, how do I display it? How do I basically show people what I got, right? Well, let me blow your mind a little bit here. So, how many hours a day do you think you spend daily looking at your phone in comparison to looking at the walls inside your house? Okay, I don't want to play this game. This is <laughs> that's too many, too many. I don't, I don't like this question. Yeah. Okay, there you go. You just answered your question. So, why wouldn't you want to virtually showcase your digital asset mm -hmm. rather than your physical asset? Okay. You see what I'm saying? That makes. I mean, it's. So, I have the answer. It's because I'm old and I like you know tangible physical trophies. But that's yes. That, and but, but that's that's okay because there's certain NFT collections where if you buy the NFT, mm -hmm. it serves as your virtual receipt for that piece of art, and then the artist can send you the physical copy in the mail. Okay, so it's not always only digital. It, it's not always only digital. So how, for example, Johnny Depp. Just released his own NFT collection of like three thousand something pieces. When you buy that NFT, mm -hmm. not only do you have the ability to showcase it digitally, 
if if of course you're not in your house, so you, there's no way to prove it. So you could be like, look, I have it on my phone. Like this is my virtual proof that I bought it. I have a copy of it on my wall in my house. So you have two proofs that you are the owner of that virtu- of that virtual and physical asset. Okay. All right. I have to say, I was not expecting an entire like tutorial, but I'm glad that you finally gave it to me because like I was telling you before we started, this is a question that I feel I've asked many people like, okay, but explain it to me, explain it to me. And I feel nobody knows. Right. It, yeah. Most people just kind of like, no, because it's you got to buy the, the crypto and then you get the Bitcoin. Nah, and I'm like, no, no, I understand words like I'm in marketing. I understand how, you know, that works. Yeah. But I need you to yeah. tell me, how does this function? Like what, you know, the, 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 the behind the scenes, pull back the curtain. Here's another one that'll that'll facilitate it for you too. another function of what an NFT can do for you. OK, so have you ever bought a plane ticket? On uh, uh, Southwest, for example. Yes, because I have a glutton for punishment. <laughs> well, there you go. When you when you buy a ticket online, it goes. Thank you. Your flight is confirmed. You will receive an email with your with your ticket confirmation, and you, you you're able to save your boarding pass to your wallet on your phone. Okay. So, imagine your boarding pass is the NFT that you got from Southwest. What what does that boarding virtual boarding pass do for you? It allows you into the flight. Right. So that's what an NFT is all can also do for the consumer. If you buy an NFT, for example, like mine that I'm putting out in a few weeks, you will be you will get granted access mm-hmm. to an exclusive experience that I'm shortly going to be putting out to the world. So I'm going to have a, a website. Where only people with an NFT will be able to access. Oh wow! Because I, I know you started a, a, a new Instagram handle yeah. with uh, that. I, yeah, I, so I have two handles. For, yeah, for that that's basically about NFT uh, or revolves around you know that NFT content. So, it's, yeah, it's mainly it's mainly my gallery. It's mainly where I like sh- kind of show off via Instagram what I'm buying. Now, is that enough proof that I own it? No, because those are screenshots of which I uploaded to Instagram. But if there, but there is proof via the blockchain, which is a whole other conversation. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, bottom line is, guys, Sammy's got the receipts for the for the NFTs. That's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly. The, the bottom line exactly, here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. So what you know? What else is on the horizon? I mean, we've got music. We got you know, you're in the NFT world. Like, what's what's coming up? I mean, we're we're really at the start of 2022, and uh, you know, I gotta say, I. I I'm going to be up in the North Carolina area in probably around April, if I'm lucky. So I hope you're performing somewhere in that vicinity so that I can go check you out live. <laughs> but if not, you know, what, what else What else can we look forward to? Unfortunately, I do not have a tour in place. Uh, <laughs> as much as I would love to, I've been playing in North Carolina. Um, Dude, I'm excited like, for you. North Carolina. Nashville. I'll drive. I'll drive to some yeah, tonk. <laughs> Two hours times three. <laughs> yeah, almost. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, North Carolina is a beautiful place. I've done several riding trips there. It's definitely a place where I find inspiration. Um, so I'm stoked for you. I'm stoked for you that you're going to go there. Um, up next, man, is honestly uh, my Web3 journey. Web3 being the new evolution of the internet with all this NFT talk, all this crypto talk. Um, you know, th- little by little, society is 
picking it up and understanding it more. I know it's a very complicated topic, but you know, there's there's a lot of our a lot of talk and hype about it already. So I wouldn't be surprised if some very big changes happen within the next six months. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm heavily working right now on my first NFT collection. Um, it's going to have... Of music me- or... Yeah, okay. it'll, it's, an, it's an NFT collection that'll have my new single, Meta Girl, embedded into it. So I'm almost treating it like an all-access pass hmm. where anybody that purchases my NFT will be able to enter my unlockable experience, pretty much. Um, I'm going to be recording exclusive interviews such as this one. Um, I'm going to be releasing exclusive music videos, versions of the songs, uh, images of like behind the scenes of when the song was being made, um, and all kinds of cool stuff that'll allow you to take my experience to the next level, you know? Um, and honestly, NFTs have really changed the, like the, the creator's life because, you know, when it comes to art, you, we all know how a lot of artists, you know, in the, you know, for a long time have been getting, you know, like the ownership stripped away from them yeah. um, for, for years. Um, some of your favorite artists, some of your favorite producers, some of your favorite illustrators, you know, they, they, they get promised all these beautiful things on the front end and, you know, things look really nice and shiny and then yeah. their, li- their life is over, you know. And, they, and, uh, and especially when they're so. starting out, you know, when you're starting exactly. out, you're just like, okay, fine, I'll sign with this big company because they'll be my platform my starting my launching and then yeah it'll give me you know it, it, it'll give me like uh it'll make me look cooler to anybody else that hears about my project and stuff um but you know i'm kind of a victim of that myself i've been through the whole the, the ringer of the music industry and i've learned a lot of lessons along the years and so um I truly think NFT is going to put ownership back into the into the creators' hands of creators of all kinds. You know, not just new right. singers. Just you know, I'm talking about artists, illustrators, designers of all kinds. Um, now, is it easy to understand? No, but what the one thing we do know is that it's allowing the artists to make the money that they deserve for for the art that they created. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It's it's all. Uh, 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 a new thing that we're being introduced to and with time we'll all figure it out you know yeah but you're definitely i mean you're embracing it in a way that i have not seen a lot of artists embrace um and i say that in the sense that i think a lot of artists embrace it por arribita you know which is to say like oh here's my new you know nft and i love bitcoin but they're not like you know like like you i feel like you're out to not just be in it but to educate about it and and i think that there's a difference in, in and, it, and it comes across yeah 100 percent. and you know this, this goes for any field you know whenever you whenever you see a friend or a peer that is you know they get struck with that court of curiosity of like i want to learn about this you know the second that you become the the person to introduce them to this field um they all of a sudden see you in a different light because mm-hmm. You know, you're a leader to them. You're a, you're a helper. You know, you're an innovator. So um, I just want to help. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's like a few tutorials of like how to do this, how to do that. Um, it'll take the, the value of, of everything I'm doing music-wise, artistically, in life to a whole other level. So Yeah. Well, Sammy, thank you so much for joining us. Like, I know you're, you're, you're a busy guy. Um, again, listeners, Sammy Ariaga. Boots and Beats, 
Uh, I listen to it on Spotify. I'm sure it's available everywhere. Um, and, you know, follow him on Instagram. Follow him on TikTok. Based on this conversation, I feel like if you have questions about Bitcoin, DM him. I don't know. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> your, be- your best bet nowadays is find me on is, is uh, Twitter. Twitter, believe it or not, is... Yeah, it's making a huge comeback. Twitter is like the big hub. It's the it's the hub for Web3 and NFTs and crypto. You'd be surprised. It's Crypto's just, changed. I know. Yo, I mean, Twitter's such a cesspool of humanity. Like... <laughs> you know, I, I, I hear you, but I'm telling you, Twitter has gone through a lot of renovation. So I would just take a look at it after this interview and, and, and send me a message and tell me what you think. It's pretty cool. I like it. All right. Um, All right. I'll, only because you are saying and recommending it and you finally got me to understand freaking cryptocurrency. Yeah. So, there you go. so I'm going to take your word for it. All right. There you go. I love it. But oh yeah, man, like again, I, I, I've been listening to music now for a bit. Um, again, I'm not a big country music fan, but there's just something about you, your voice, your songs that just caught me you know what i mean and and just has me caterwauling in my car like uh like a cat in heat because i have no rhythm in my voice and you know i just want to thank you for that even though i'm sure everybody else wishes i would stop um but yeah (laughs) that means the world man and uh at the end of the day like i make i make music for everybody to uh you know to cope through whatever they're coping with you know what i mean um happiness sadness you know, joy, the weekend, the beach, I don't know, whatever. My, my goal is to offer melodic medicine through, through my craft. Um, and uh, I hope that the gift God gave me, I can give it back to the people. So. Yeah, man. Well, I can I can say you have been giving it back. So thank you again, Bubble. And I mean, hopefully, I get to see you perform live someday. That that's that's a goal. That'd be sick. That yeah. that'd be sick. I'd love that, man. I'd love that. <laughs> All right, thank you, man. Dale, bro. Have a good day. Ciao. <laughs> Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.